Good morning. This is a good day for me. They, Eric called me up and said, uh, or actually saw me at a funeral, and he said, Jay, uh, could you turn around and do a sermon? Uh, I'm going to be off. I didn't think I was going to be, but I'm going to be off that day, so could you take over? And I said, oh, yeah. Made me happy. And uh, for two reasons. One, I get to talk about what some of the things that I love the most. The sermon today is about family. I love family. Uh, I live for family. I turn around and, and it's really been great for me. Uh, I turn around and uh, <laughs> I was sitting there looking over at Charity and she was looking at me squinting. I was wondering I messed up on the paper. But, uh, you know, they turn around and I get so much strength out of my family. We're very close. Uh, it actually would have started with mom and dad. Uh, we turn around and as we grew up, we was always doing a lot of things together. We was always out together doing things together. And as we've grown, uh, we turn around and my brother, uh, oldest brother, got married first and he was having some children. And we'd all go to mom and dad's house and we'd turn around and have badminton games and this, that, and the other. Well, that never did quit. But I turn around and I had kids and... And, you know, and then all of a sudden my brother, other brother had kids, and my sister had kids, you know, so we was all at the house, and every two, about every two weeks, Dad figured during work time, in the summertime, he had so much to do at the house, he couldn't do it all himself. We had about five acres of ground out there, and had a couple of cows, and this, that, and the other, so he had to have us all come down. Well, we'd turn around, we would work, and then he would cook a big meal, uh, out on the grill and everything, and we'd sit there and talk and everything. And then one of the games we played was badminton. Well, I tell you what, my father and mother they moved quick. I couldn't believe it. They would whip up on us real quick on, on badminton, and it was it was just beautiful. You know, my father wasn't a perfect man, but he was a good man, and he strived to do the things that he knew what was was right. Uh, you know, in this world, that doesn't always happen. I have truly been blessed with the, the family that I've had. Uh, you know, and I was talking about my father. My father was really a great man. He turned around, and there's so many things that, you know, he just did no wrong. He truly didn't do any wrong. Uh, he was wise, uh, and he really got me through a lot of problems. And I'm going to start still bumbling a whole bunch here. I'm going to go to the idea of what is family. You know, family is you're close. You turn around and I'll mess up. And my family comes up and says, Jay, you messed up, you know, but they'll forgive me. And then they'll turn around, they'll do the same thing, you know, and we all forgive each other, you know, because we're family. I mean, that's what you do. You, you work through your problems, uh, you know. I loved what Christ put in the Bible, and he said, you know, get the plank out of your own eye before you worry about the speck in your brother's eye. And, you know, that's very important, and we have to have that in our mind. You know, we all do things wrong, and when we learn from them or, and do something about them, that's good, and, but we're still family, and we work through it. Uh, let me see if I can do this right. 
Who is family? You know, I, I would like, if you all don't mind, I know that's a whole bunch of you, could, but my family, could they stand up? They support me no matter how wrong I am or how weak I am in different things. Uh, my family turned around and when I was 50 years old, turned around and, and got me a, uh, oh, what would you call it? I went to a, I couldn't read. So they turned around and sent me to somebody to help me read. Well, I went to that class and over and over and over. And then the teacher says, you know, I think we've got a different problem. So she turned around and sent me someplace, and I'd done a bunch of testing. And come to find out, it was up here. Something about the right side doesn't see something the left side does, or it doesn't compute back and forth. So, you know, she said, you're about where you're going to stay at. So, And normally I would be sad, but honestly, at that same time, I was happy. And because, you know, as 50 years old and your five-year-old granddaughter could read better than you, that kind of hurt, you know. But uh, they realized that there was a problem there. And uh, But my family always backed me up. I mean, you know, they thought I needed reading lessons, and they sent me to it. And that's what family does. That's who family is. The ones that love you and care for you, and no matter your, what your faults. Oh, yeah, i got to go through the pictures. Yeah, that's Brandon. He's out there fishing. And that's my girls. And uh, there's Luke. i tell you what, you, you want to talk about a, a wild little character, that Luke is it. And that's Gage. Gage turned around and was measuring everybody to see who was, you know, how tall everybody was. Well, Gage was a little bit shorter, and he turned around and he had his ROTC outfit on and everything else, so he got him a chair and he went ahead and marked me. You know, things like that you remember about family. You know what I mean? Family does that, that type of stuff for you. And the memories is always going to be there. Have you? Have you told your family that you love them today? Have you told them you loved them this week? Have you let them know how you care? Now, that is a very important thing to do with family. You know, we turn around and we draw strength from each other. And that strength is the respect we have for each other and the caring we have for each other. It's a very important thing to have. <laughs> that's, a little, that's a little jeepers. <laughs> that will, we call him Jeepers, and, and uh, he called us Jeepers. So Luke, that little honoring one, okay, he started calling me and Grandma, Grandma and Grandpa Jeepers, you know. And, uh, and of course, now this is this is where it's really at, Don. You, you're watching. <laughs> he thought he was going to get by or something. He was in between me and Chris when we were working them on and good. That's my son there beside me. You know, have you done these things with your family? You know, have you went to you know, the dances? Have you took them to the movies? You, you know, are these things you do with your family? You know, it's a lot easier to do with your family when they're, yeah, it's a lot harder than when they're up here. Because usually when they're up here, they got their own family. You know, they got their own kids, and, 
and, and everything that you, you have to work for and, 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 and get done. So it kind of clouds up the day. Oh, there, Jesse. <laughs> Jake? That's a part of my family. I mean, look at the crowd. <laughs> Graduations, just hanging out. There's uh, playing on a trampoline. I'm, you know, just doing things together. It's very important for family to gather together and do things together. It makes them stronger. We read this scripture uh, from uh, the podium today, I believe. Let me see here. Who is my brothers and sisters? I think Jesus Christ is the one who told us exactly who our brothers and sisters are. And we have family. We also have family, a Christian family, a close family. You know, we do things together. We need to do things together. Sometimes we don't, but we do need to do things together. We gather strength from each and every one of us. When I look back there at Georgia, we get to talk all the time, bless her heart. I don't know if you knew it or not, but she was a Sunday, I mean, a school teacher. And we've got quite a few school teachers in here. Uh, Tiffany's a school teacher. Uh, Connie's a school teacher. Uh, and I know I'm missing somebody, but I uh, can't. Uh, let me see. Grandma's a school, um, a, a, a Sunday school teacher. <laughs> Ryan's a Sunday school teacher. We have a lot of teachers in here. I believe I got one more. If, if they are, could you raise your hand to the teachers? Gail, aren't you a teacher? I was a teacher. So. Okay. So, I mean, you know, we got a lot of teachers, and teachers is important to a congregation because they need to learn. I tell you what, and I'm not, I praise our teachers because they're the ones who teaches our little kids about a lot of things. I really feel with the influence that Tiffany had on Gage before he went to camp, helped him find Christ and take on the responsibility of living for him. Beautiful teacher. Charity had him for a while. I mean, each and every one of you, and Ryan's got him now. You know, uh, they're just, have really helped. And we have to remember each and every one of them. But who is our brothers and sisters? Jesus Christ was very smart, and his father was very smart. He knew that it's just like when my family got older, all of a sudden they had their own family, so, uh, you know, they've done their own family things and this, that, and the other, and they kept going down to Grandma and Grandpa's house every week and everything, and then the, the gap started getting bigger. Jesus Christ knows that. He knows that. And so what does he do? He does two things here. Two things to get us keep us closer. One, he wants us to gather together on the first day of the week, right? He wants us to turn around and take communion, right? For we remember what he done. We remember who he is. 
We're here to gather strength from each and every one of us. I look out in the crowd and, and, and I get joyful every time I see the people come in the door because they're here, one, to celebrate life with Christ. He died for we can celebrate his life. It is a beautiful thing. He has done so much for us. There are two times, a couple ways, that, or three ways that I think about on reaching other people. Jonathan is a prime example. Jonathan goes out on one-to-one, just like Philip did. On one-to-one, he goes out and talks to people and tries to help them, tries to bring them to Christ. He, he uh, talks to them, even sometimes gets laughed at, yelled at, cursed, but he doesn't quit. Because he's not there to satisfy them. He's not there to make them happy. He's trying to help them save their souls. He's there to do what God has asked them to do. God has asked him to go out. And he goes out. Another way. I've got a couple examples in it. Jesus Christ sent them out two by two. That's another thing that we need to do. You know, two by two, you, one, you got strength from the, each other. You drag strength from each other. You get that courage from each other. Two, you know, it's hard sometimes to just, as one person, to go to somebody and, and, and talk to them. If it's a family member or whatever, it, sometimes it's very hard. But two, just like Christ sent out two by two to spread that word, it helps. And that's what we need to do. If we really want to reach somebody, or we really want to talk to somebody, don't not ask. Ask somebody to go with you. If it's me, Ryan, anybody, anybody here, the women can meet each other. I mean, we need to ask. You know, I can't imagine anybody saying no. You're going to turn around and, and they ask you, and you, you know, it's the, the, the scaredness of doing it. Oh, no. But then again, it's a joy that you're going to get from it. The, the, the feeling you're going to get from going out and trying to bring that child. And I mean child, so it doesn't mean if, it, you know, if it's 10 years old or it's 90 years old. They all need Christ. We each and every one of us need Christ. And we need to reach them. And it's, these are things God has asked us to do. This is not, well, you know, this is extra. No, no, no. This is what God's asked us to do. Here's another example where they went out, sent out two by two. God knows there was safety in numbers. When they went out two by two, you know, they had a chance of, you know, not being bothered because they was two there. You know, where one is weak, two is strong. And what does it say? When the third one's added into the equation, you know, we've heard this during weddings, when the third one's added into the equation, when Jesus Christ is with you, walking with you, you are strong. You can do so much with him there. Because he gives you strength. He gives you the, 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 the power of being able to reach each and every one of them. You have to tell them. We need to encourage 
each and every one of us. I mean, when somebody walks in the door, you know, we don't know when they walk through the door if they've had a bad week, had a good week, don't know if they've lost a loved one. You know, no, eight days for in eight days in the last couple of weeks, in eight days, the, we had lost three of uh, or two of the members and another member's uh, brother in eight days. And that's a truly tragedy. In time, you never know how much time you got. They was blessed with time where they was in their 80s and 90s. But you know, each and every one of us know of a young person what's passed on. You know, one of the problems we do is that I'll get up the nerve, I'll get to it. I tell you what, I don't know how you feel, I know it destroys me to know that I could have said something and I waited. Think about it. If that was your brother, your sister, your cousin, your aunt, your uncle, your friend, and you put it off, you didn't ask somebody to go with you, you didn't try to do it yourself, and you lose that one, there's nothing harder where I've had to do is when I go up and, and do funerals to have to look down in that coffin and know this person has not found Christ and I could have said something to him or her. But there's no more joyful noise. Make that heart is just pounding happy if that person is laying there and know that they have found Christ, have Gave, yeah, done it with Christ. And it's even a greater feeling knowing if you was the one who talked to them and said, you need to know Christ. You need to take Christ as your Savior. Get baptized. Go with Christ. And that person goes with Christ. How does that make you feel when that person is sitting there and, you know, and you're, oh my gosh, through Christ I helped this person. Without Christ, I couldn't do nothing, but with Christ, I helped this person. Here we are out there flying kites. Uh, Trevor is, uh, I think he's shrunk. What do you think? Yeah. a little ice cream parlor down uh, on Route 52, and almost in the, out, well, I can't remember what the little town name is, but anyway, yeah, and, uh, we turn around. We was up at the the uh, picnic with the other ones, but you know we need to encourage each and every one of us. You know, sometimes I come in hurting, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I'm high like I am now. Because I mean, I am really high because I get to talk about my family. You know, my family is so beautiful. I have been blessed so many ways. turn around and let me flip these pictures on there you see that food we're a small congregation about average about 35 people at times look at that food we gathered that food for what for a purpose 
That purpose was Lee County, Church of Christ. It was the poorest and still is the poorest county in the United States. Not in Kentucky, not in five states, in the United States, the poorest county. We're passing the food out, bringing food in. Talking to them, talking to our brothers and sisters in Christ, encouraging them. You know, you know the feeling of a Christian when you walk there and you help and you carry that stuff out and you look over and you see a lady holding a, a shirt or a jacket, what she was holding, and tears in her eyes. We had one lady, we turned around and we brung sewing clips for, you know, to make blankets and stuff like that. She was crying so hard because she could not afford these sewing pieces and she wanted to be able to teach her granddaughter how to make blankets. How to make these blankets. And she was so happy because now she could show her. She had thread. She had all the things she needed. And she could help her granddaughter through the, the help of federal Christians, her family. Her family come through because that's what we are. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Now I remember. <laughs> How do we fail? How do we fail? I mean, you know, if we go out and don't say enough or, or, or can't explain ourselves well enough or, you know, we just wasn't good enough to, 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 to bring the word to them, you know, how can we fail? Let me tell you. Uh-oh. <laughs> that's when you fail when you do nothing at all when you sit there and say well I'll get to it I'll talk to them uh, next time we have a, a congregational something uh, meeting or, or a, a event or something I'll go to that one when you go to that event what do you do you might have a brother and sister is struggling and hurting and they can see you there and bring them up. Georgia, you're beautiful. You bring me up every time I see you. We talk about Lee County. We talk about Owsley County. It's just a great feeling when I see her. I'm just pumped up. And I pray to the Lord that I can do the same for you. I truly love my family. I can't explain how I feel about my family. I got these grandkids would go through my heart and just warm me over. I got, I got James, my son, blessed me with naming my, my, the oldest grand, uh, oldest son, J. 
James G.P. Noble. My father was James G.P. Noble. I'm James G.P. Noble. And he's James G.P. Noble. Another real neat thing. All of our, our uh, birth certificates, they're not seconds and thirds. They're not nothing. They're no dots, no periods. Every one of them, they're exactly the same. <laughs> you know, that's neat. really is, and it makes you feel good. And my son gave me that luxury. I hope James is happy with it. He seems like he is. But you got Brandon, you got you got my grandchildren, you got my children. I've got five of the most beautiful children I've ever seen in my life. And they've just been great for me. Charity's family. She's a baby of 18. We turned around and had a picnic. I mean, we had, on Labor Day weekend, we would have at our house out in New Richmond uh, a three-day weekend, okay? And everybody would come, or her family would come for her picnics and everything. So we'd have, for three days, we'd have all them people there. Well, we had 112 there. Every one of the families was represented. It was beautiful, you know? And my family was there. Sue and Jerry, they're my family. They're Char uh, Sue is Charity's sister. Jerry's my brother. Each and every one of us is blessed in that way. I'm blessed in that way. But you know something? I am blessed again when I walk through them doors, when I walk any place, where I go any place, I know that I've got a Christian family. You know, I call it a Christian family, and I'll be honest with you, uh, Shama, bless her heart, she hold her fingers up while I go and said, two. You got two families. Right? I got one family. I have got a house full of family. If my brother and sister needs help, I help them. When Chris needs help, I help them. When Shama needs help, I help them. That's what you do for family. When they're hurting, I try to help. And before I judge them, I make sure to plank it out of my own eye. Because I'm far from perfect myself. It's what we work on. We need that stress for each and every one of us. We need to go out one-on-one -on -one like Jonathan does when we have the chance and when we're strong enough. We need, sometimes we need two. We need to have the person. That two or more. Okay, we take three and you need that extra person. Yeah, have somebody. Go out and spread the word. Like I said, the only way you can fail, all of us go out and nobody takes on the word. Did we fail? Or did we do what Jesus Christ told us to do and go out and try to reach them? We can't make them love the Lord. But we sure can tell them about it. We sure can tell them how we feel, what he does for us, how we survive. When you're walking down there and you're looking at that person in the, in the, in the casket, and knowing that person has found Christ, how it makes you feel, and also how you look down that casket, that person hasn't found out about Christ, and how it makes you feel. You need to let people know about Christ and what he can do for you. And what he does for you every day. And what he is, can do for others just the same way. Let me ask you a question. I know we've talked about it before, but 
if somebody was walking down the road and they would play, listen to their radio and start to walk out the street, and you're standing on a curb, would you reach over and grab him so you can get hit by the car coming? Or would you let him go? You know, when we don't go out and talk to our brothers, we let him go. We let him walk right out and get hit by a car. We let him walk out and I find Jesus Christ. Because we was afraid. Or we wouldn't ask somebody else to do what we've asked to do. God has asked us to do this. This was not something new. Jesus Christ has done this for us. Told us what to do. He's gave us the strength. Here's my strength. When I look around this room, here's my strength. I can pull that strength and say, I can reach this person. I am going to try. So we need to be a strong family. If we need help, we need to ask for help. And we don't judge. Somebody said to me the other day, well, I turned around and I did, do I have to say what I did? I don't want everybody to know what I did. You uh, can't just have prayers. You turn around and we cannot judge. We cannot judge. All we can do is try to help that person, love that person for who they are, Love that Christian person to who they are and try to comfort them. They need to work out their own salvation. We have the responsibility to say it and tell it. We don't have it. We should not nag or complain or whatever. We should love them and let them see our love and give them the strength to do what they need to do. The person that said that to me I got by with it because she's not here today. But I just love her to death. She is just, just a certain person in my life that, you know, it's been there from the beginning and it just absolutely love her. <clears throat> I love my family. And I want to thank you, each and every one of you. Now, I got one more question. Will my family stand up? My Christian family. Thank you. Pull strength from me. I'll pull strength from you. Let's do what Jesus Christ asked us to do, each and every one of us. This picture here, some of you might not know about it, and definitely our guests don't know about it. For some reason, we had these two boys over there, and we had them for four years, and they was talking about, the state says, let's move them. What? The guy was turning, I don't know, he just had something he didn't like me or just was off his rocker, but he said on Friday we're going to pick these kids up and move them to another house which uh, adopt, adopt, uh, was looking for adopting two kids. I want to adopt them. Well, it's too late 
He turned around, and that was on Tuesday. On Wednesday night, this congregation came to my house. Shalom calls me up and says, we're going to go out if I come over and see the boys before they leave. They're going to go on Friday. They're Bible class. They came to my house. We sat down. We prayed together. The following Friday, that on that Friday they left. The following Friday, my boys was back in my house. They were back here in church. The person's was not on the case anymore. The state says they belong there. Now they, and the state, I think I'm cheating a little bit. It normally takes uh, six, six, uh, six to 18 months and can't take longer for adoption. I know it did on my daughter, okay? When she adopted her too. We turned the paperwork in October. First of all, about it. If you got a sister in Christ you want to ask to go with you to a, a friend or a family member. you got a brother which you want to reach and you want to bring a brother. If it's a brother you want to reach and you want to bring a sister, that's fine too. Because each and every one of us is children of Christ. We are his family. Just like my son. He's been my strength in so many different ways. And I'm hoping I'm the same way for him. I got Georgia back here. Smiles at me every time, waves to me, and, and, and thanks me for doing what I could do in the first place. If you haven't decided to take Christ, or if you haven't come forward, I should say, and you have decided to take Christ on as your Savior, and you want to, to be baptized, you want to be buried with Him and raised up in the newness of life, and you need that today. Uh, I want you to come up and, and, and tell us as uh, Ryan sings a song, but if you need prayers in the church and need that help, you come too. 